You are listening to An Ounce, Season 2, Episode 33, The Desert, The Pump, The Note, and The Mason Jars. You are listening to An Ounce, a podcast providing inspiration, ideas, and wisdom through engaging stories, commentary, and interviews so you can live life better. Hey, Jim Fugate here. And it's my privilege to share an ounce with you. There is an amazing thing about being human that I I wonder if many of us even realize. It's almost like a superpower, if you will. Let me explain. If you were a seed, a tomato seed, for example, without thinking or choice, when you are planted in the ground and sufficient water and nutrients are available, you will grow. And there would be no choice to the event. You just do it. No thinking. Well, It's a bit early in the season, perhaps I'll hold off for a few weeks. Or, you know, the almanac says it's going to be a hot, dry summer, so I'm getting started early so I can get my roots well established. If you're a tomato seed, you just do what you do. There is no choice. But, as a human, you get to choose. Snap decisions or long consideration, it's all the same. You get to decide how and when to act. Or react. You get to decide whether you will follow the rules or not, color inside the lines, or ignore the lines. The single thing we cannot do, however, is escape the consequences of the choices we make, or choose not to make. A story to illustrate the point. A man was lost in the desert. He was dying for lack of water. His brain was cooking inside his skull. The wind felt like standing in front of a dozen hair dryers blasting away on their highest setting. He needed water. Soon. He looked around him, and there was nothing but dirt, sage, and cactus. In the distance, he saw the shimmering of what appeared to be water. Lots of it. But he knew better. This was just a cruel trick of the sunlight and the heat. No one knew he was gone. No one knew where to look for him. He could stay where he was and surely die, or move, and maybe, by some miracle, find something, someone, some hope. He shuffled forward, feeling like a dried-out, overcooked ham. His tongue had begun to swell. His throat felt blistered by the heat. He stumbled. He fell, rolling like a tumbleweed down a steep drop that his eyes had not noticed as he squinted in the sun. He landed, face down. A feeling of thirst pressed down on his back, squeezed his chest, and radiated through his whole body. Did he even want to live? Then he felt nothing. Everything went dark. It was a bit of peace. He was so tired. He could just stay there and drink in that peace. No more pain, no more struggle. The air entering his chest seemed to change from a searing hot mixture of dust and the smell of sage to a cooler fainter sweetness. Curious, he lifted his head. Straining, he opened his sunburned eyes. A bit surprised he was still alive. At first, everything was out of focus. He blinked. It hurt. But his vision sharpened, and he began to see. He was in the shade of a steep, rocky slope. Is this some kind of hallucination, he thought to himself. Sitting up and looking a bit further down slope, he saw an old shack mostly broken down, with the door hanging by one rusty hinge and gaping holes in the roof. In front of the shack was an old pump, 
the kind that works with a lever handle that is pumped up and down to draw water up from the ground below. Hope. He struggled, lifted himself, and shuffled forward, grasping the handle. He pumped it furiously up and down, and nothing happened. No water. His heart sank. He lowered his head, resting it on top of the pump, tasting the salt of the tears he would like to shed, and noticed, there, at the base of the pump, a partially covered glass mason jar, with a note rolled up inside of it. He sat down, uncovered the jar, opened the lid, and read the note. It said, and I paraphrase with the omission of salty language and attempts to correct spelling errors, Dear friend, don't know what the heck you're doing out here in the middle of nowhere, but if you're reading this note, you should consider yourself dang lucky. First, because you're still alive. Second, because I can help you, and anyone who comes after you, if you will carefully follow the instructions in this note. Disregard them, and you'll for sure end up doing nothing but delaying your death for a few hours and killing any poor soul who comes along after you. You get to choose. First, read this whole note before you do anything. No kidding. Read the whole note and make sure you understand it before you do anything else. Trust me on this, or you will surely end up dead. Go inside the old shack, and in the back corner, you'll find another mason jar, buried about a foot down in the sandy floor. It's full of water. Don't open it yet. Don't drink it. Don't break it. Don't lose it. If you do, at best, you might get refreshment for a few hours, but then that's all there will be for you and anyone who comes after you. Carefully carry the jar of water outside to this pump. Remove the lid from the jar and pour it slowly into the throat of the pump with one hand while pumping like crazy with the other. The pump has heavy leather seals which dry out over time in the desert, and adding some water swells them up and primes the pump. Keep on pumping, and within a few seconds you'll have all the sweet, cool water you can drink. Trust me on this. Fill the jar back up with water immediately and put the lid back on because after a few hours the seals in the pump will dry out again. And without a full jar of water to wet them down and prime the pump, nobody will get anything out of this pump again. After you've revived yourself for a day or so, set your eye on that tallest red peak standing up behind the shack and walk towards it. There's good water and a few farms. It's a long walk, but you'll be okay. And before you leave, put everything back exactly how you found it. Someone else's life may depend on it. If you do what I say here, you'll live. If you don't, you will die in a few hours, and you'll surely kill any poor soul that comes after you. Best regards, and choose well, Sam. The man, in a desperate circumstance, had some choices to make. They started before he got stuck in the desert. They continued with every step he took. Now, here he was. He could be angry he fell or grateful. He could give up and lie there to die or choose to hope enough to look around a little. He could close his eyes and die when the pump didn't work. He could read or disregard the note in the bottle. He could follow the instructions or just drink the water in the mason jar. So here's the ounce. We must accept that we will always have a choice. And with that choice, we must accept that there will be consequences. 
predictable or unanticipated, good or bad. Understanding this simple and subtle truth and accepting the responsibility it brings also brings liberty that cannot be taken away by any man. We can choose for ourselves. Knowing this will inspire us to make choices that will preserve that liberty. Disregarding this will encourage us to blame everyone, everything around us, and we will eventually lose our liberty. We can choose liberty and responsibility, or we can choose blame, victimhood, and powerlessness. It begins where it ends, in your head and in your heart. We must choose for ourselves. That's where your superpower resides. And that's it. An ounce submitted for your consideration. On our next episode, we've got a story about one of the most popular and well-known music acts from the late 1980s and early 1990s, and how they never actually sang a note of the songs that became so popular. I'm Jim Fugate, and I'll catch you next time. That's an ounce for now. Thanks for listening and subscribing to this podcast. Listen again for more information, ideas, and wisdom an ounce at a time. Hey, check out our YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash at an ounce podcast. That's youtube.com forward slash at symbol an ounce podcast.